Come to KMSA, where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kaya. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Coach Kaya Show. I'm your host, Coach Kaya McKenna. With me, I co-host the Greater Wall of Med. In this week's podcast, um, as we've been saying for the entire week, it will be about you, our listeners. Uh, that means questions that you would have sent to us. Uh, we, we will be answering it uh, with true honesty and authenticity like we are when it relates to the game of soccer. We will try to answer it and bring some clarity uh, to, to your confusion, for, for a better word. And I know we truly appreciate, you know, all of our listeners. Um, we've had good stories. For these 49 and now the 50th, we have seen great growth. Um, we've had amazing experiences. Um, we had some rough days. We, we have some funny days. Um, but we're still here. And this is a true representation of standing on your principles, um, standing on your truth, um, standing on your realness, standing on your standing on your authenticity. And if somebody believe in what you're doing, or they don't believe in what you're doing, you should let your uniqueness guide you, especially when it's governed by a pure heart and with good intent, you must keep your eyes focused on that because that is the true measure of a purpose-driven person. You know, you don't need to follow trends. You don't need to follow a crowd. You don't need to follow what is the norm. You need to stand on some non-negotiable principles that brings um, light to darkness that brings honesty to lies. You must be able to stand firm. And no matter if if you're challenged, embrace that challenge. Stand up to that challenge. Remember, it took David to kill the giant. That means anything that think it's above what it is could be cut down. So stand firmly on what you believe in. This is what we've learned through our four to nine podcasts. And we're at our fifth tonight and we're going to give our listeners an opportunity to, you know, hear what we have to say based on the questions, the acts, you know. And, and I know Coach Wall <laughs> is ready for this tonight. What do you <laughs> You're ready for these questions. Yeah, I'm, ready. Get. I'm definitely ready for these questions, man. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot. So uh, we at least we get to hear of a couple of things that you know our listeners are thinking about. Because I know we get a lot of these questions from parents that we are constantly around, or these kids that we're around. So yeah, it's good to get feedback. So yeah, these questions are always there. So we'll address them. So when we come back, we'll dive into the first question. And regardless of what we say or how you feel or what you've gone through, remember there's greatness within. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Welcome back to the Coach Kaya Show. You're with Kaya De McKenna and the great Awala Med. So we'll jump right in um, to the questions that we have um, and try to give you as honest uh, as possible answers that we can give. So the first question, as a parent who is not sure about the coaching process, what is the coaching process? Wow, mm-hmm. this is a really good question. So, the coaching process must first start with a topic. A 
How many times your child come home from practice and you say and you ask, what did you guys focus on? Oh, we do some <clears throat> passing and, and dribbling. That is not a topic. A topic must be based on one of the four moments of the game. Basically, it it you can't go to one practice and, and have all four moments <laughs> as your topic. You know, that that is too much. Secondly, your practice must have a goal. And and Coach Wall could speak on this um, as much as I can, especially when you're doing <laughs> privates and uh, an athlete um, show up to your privates or show up to your practice and you ask, you know, what was the goal uh, for your session this week? To kind of have an understanding of what, you, what you're working on so that everything could be connected. And oftentimes question is right back at us what what, what do you what do mean, mean? <laughs> so so topic first goal what should be the outcome and it must be based on reality then and and that is the process right there that is the process that is the coaching process there must be a topic laid out there must be a goal based on that topic what you want to see as your outcome because you need to go reflect on yeah. something yeah. to know, um, to have a better understanding of where you were and where you need to be. Okay? And then, it must be reality-based. So, if it's not about the actual game, it's a fabricated process, <laughs> that means it's creating fabricated players. So, do you want to add anything to Yeah, because I know people that, are going to yes. ask you because, again, we talk about the reality base. So, for example, if somebody's doing, say they're working on a passing and receiving, and they do the passing um, exercise, and then after that, the practice is done. So we talk about making it a reality base. How can how can they make a passing exercise reality base? So first, they they should start with a topic and say we're focusing on attacking. Okay. Now, what is the goal? We need to make 50% of our passes into the offensive third from the middle third. That, that it should sound like that. Okay. Now, if you, you could use different practice methodology, you could say, I'm going to the four different stages of the practice, which starts with a technical warm-up, and the technical warm-up must be connected to the game that you're playing. Okay. So if you if your warm up don't look like what you do next, next. because it's always about the first action, the second action, the third action, um, and it must all be connected. So if if you, if you if the first thing is not connected, the second thing, the practice is already wasted. Okay. Nothing. There's nothing there to learn. So once you've established what methodology you want to use, um, then everything must be connected. It must be about an objective or the reality of the game. And and more so now with the development and the evolution of the game, it, it it's like you can't even waste time with um, on a post sessions. Okay. Or or you need to create the stimulus within the practice that looks like the game. If if you have a group of kids who might be struggling uh, with the execution of the technique, um, you might you might need to uh, spend a little bit more time on the how, but the objective in the how must have something that relates to the game. <clears throat> so it's based on whatever whatever practice methodology um, you want to use, uh, but it must be realistic to the game. It must be reality-based. And it's a, it's a good question because you see a lot of, a lot of sessions that... You know, it's a passing drill, but then it's a game, but the passing drill that you just did had nothing to do with the game that you're doing. And then, like, let's say, you know, all this, um, what you call shadow play, mm-hmm. you know. Coach might be establishing how he wants to play, uh, playing out the back or playing in midfield or keeping possession in the offensive third. But then after they've done that shadow play, <laughs> They go and they play two goals. They go play two goals. And it's no positional awareness. It's no organization. 
So what is the purpose of the exercise before? It's not connected. Yeah. So if you're doing that, then um, the process is, is already dead. It's been ended. Okay. Makes sense. So that was question one. That was, that was a good, good question. question. They right. started off flying right there. <laughs> All right, so this is a this is a big question. This okay. question probably gonna get us in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Can soccer moms feminize their sons? Wow. Yeah. Cool. So oh, man. let me take a deep breath in this one. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Because definitely, you yeah. know it's gonna you know people have this different different perspective. Mm. Uh, I'll say though yes. Okay. Um, yes, they can, and it 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 has. To me, it has um, it's positive and negative, like anything in life. Okay. Uh, people people's intentions are always good, but the result don't always reflect the intentions. That is why we always in this process of growing because we have to continue to learn. You know, I had a really good conversation with, with somebody that I, I truly respect, and and you know, this was part of the conversation. That it's it's not oftentimes about just right and wrong, but where you heading, okay. and are you growing to get to where you heading, um, and and in doing such, you have to do things that might not be the right things in that moment. You might not have the right answer in that moment, and that goes all across the board. So yes, I believe soccer moms can feminize mm-hmm. um, their sons, and. Because when you talk about um, uh, the feminine trait in in general, um, it's have this nurturance within it. The uh, a, a, a female likes to nurture. That's good because you need to. You have to train up the child in the way they should go. So when you know they will stay on that path, they will have that foundation. And then sensitivity, you know. Is this level of sensitivity like a mom could smell something from a distance? Uh, a female could know something is wrong with their child just by looking. That's sensitivity. You know, something is not right. That's good. Sweetness. That Well, that seems to be a problem. I, you know, I'm a boy playing soccer. I need to be connected with sweetness on a field. You know, and... and that's what the feminine brings, though. Brings, okay. They bring this level of sweetness. So if 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 you are the dominant one... That's what I was about to ask you. Is this the, the dominant Yeah, it, it, if you are the dominant okay, one, if okay, okay. you're making all these decisions, decisions and you're the, the one okay. who, you know, Forefront, you might like, be a single parent, I don't know, but, okay. but you're the one who who pushing this thing, you know, you know, sweetness, it's, you know, okay. that's... That's something that you have to look at seriously. Supportiveness, yes, moms will support. They will be behind the you know the player yeah. and want them to do well. Gentleness, hmm. uh, do I really want to be gentle on a field? No, no, I don't want to be gentle. <laughs> but that's that's, that's what, what comes with okay. that's what comes with the female. Okay. That that's what comes with their traits. Um, and and it's what makes them great. It's it's what differentiate sometimes um, the man from the woman. Just like just like light, you need negative and positive. If you got no negative, you got no positive. You can't get no light. So there there must be difference to get to the ultimate thing. Mm-hmm. So we can't say we're the same. You're a woman. I'm a man. We're not the same. We're not the same. We're equal, but we're not the same because if we're the same, there'll be no kids. You understand? Yeah. Where where will they come from? <laughs> so there must be there must be some among the differences. And this gentleness and this sweetness, a, a lot of times you, you, you see it. You see yeah, it. Yeah. You don't want to get touched. Yeah. You get kicked, you cry, things are too tough. Mentally, you, you wanna give up, yeah. you know. And you look and you see who's the number one figure or who dominating the um, the environment. Warmth, huh? I don't need warmth on a field. I I don't need it on a field. I'm playing against boys who got egos. Boys got egos. It is the testosterone that we have, you know. 
We have ego. We have our pride get hurt. Somebody put the, put your ball through your leg. You're shame. You're hurt. You know? Yeah. A girl might just turn and run back and try to win it. A boy, he will be, be like, leg. okay, I'll break yeah. your leg, boy. Don't do that again. <laughs> so, boys got ego on the field. So, you know, if you, if you feminize in that way, you come on the field and, you know, you got no ego, the person over there going to run all over you. So, you know, you need a little bit ego in the game. So, cooperativeness, good side, yeah. you, you know. They, you see, it's not all negative. Because you know what people are going to be saying. Oh, yeah. you're this <laughs> and you're that. No, there's positives to it. But also there's negatives. And we, we're trying to express both. Um, expressiveness. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Modesty. <sighs> mm. No, yeah, man, no, no, I for the game, for the not game. on the game. Yeah, you know, not not when you're playing a game. You don't. You're competing. Yeah, you're competing. That is why they have a referee with the yellow card and the red, red card because they know something about yeah, to go yeah, down. Yeah, it's gonna get intense. So no humility. Yes, they need humility in 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 all the craziness. You have to keep your feet on the ground, yeah. and you you have to always try to be a, a good representation of where you're coming from. And um, female bring that also. Empathy, yes, you want to be understanding. You lost a game, somebody gave away the ball, um, and the goal <laughs> score, yeah. you don't want to blame that person. You know, you need to understand it could happen to you too. So have a, a sense of, you know, empathy with you there. Affection, ah. Mm, not on the mm. soccer field. Don't, don't. don't. Hey, what, what do you think about? Maybe on the finals or something. What, what do you think about affection? <laughs> nah, when you compete, yeah, you, nah, you want to be man. affectionate nah, with, nah. with the person who wants to kick yeah, your head okay. off? Nah, nah, nah. And, and that's how we believe, you know, so you could, a, a, a soccer mom could feminize her son to the extent where they struggle, struggle yeah, man. With, with some of these things on the field when it comes to competition. Outside of the competition, yeah. it's good because it, it helps them relate to other females. You know, it, it raises their, their respect level yeah, sure. and, and, and it raises their sensitivity to their actions and how it could affect a, a female. I like how you broke it down because a lot of people will get, you know, it's a tickle yeah, subject. Some people say, very oh, sensitive. but I like, I, that makes sense too. It makes sense. I like what you put towards the end. But everything is, everything has, is reality, everything yeah. has good and it does, it, it, it's little differences and we, we have to respect that. But when we come back, we'll dive in. We'll give you a chance to swallow a little bit on what we said just now. And then we'll come back in with some more blazing questions <laughs> and some blazing Answers. We'll be right back. Remember, there's greatness within. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Awalamed. And we're diving into another question here that we have. This question. We see your training and it seems good, but we believe games are important to development for the athletes and we don't hear enough of that when we are observing your program okay what do you think we, we is the game important <laughs> games are very important oh, like we <laughs> yeah like but we're um, training academy first though. we're training academy first and it's one thing i think you should you should express to them because obviously they don't know that you the kids need to know how to train Mm-hmm. This is something that nobody ever talks about. A lot of people yeah. don't know how to train. Yeah. So it break down. I, w- I want you to break down a little bit of what is training, and this is why when we say tra- games are important, they need to know how to train first before we can implement and talk about games. But did we ever did we ever <laughs> no. mention that games are not important? No, no. Okay. Because <laughs> it, it seems like well, maybe because they don't because we don't post about it or we don't we don't talk about it. I don't know, but. <laughs> We let's make it clear. Okay, games are important, and we do believe that games are the biggest test for the athletes' understanding. Okay, but on the other hand, where do you get the understanding from? It's through repetition in practice. 
which seems to um, be not so important in America soccer. And the only reason why we're saying that and, and why we've harped on this training model or this training approach is because it's of non-effect. Yes. Uh, because the application to training and how you train, it's not big on the agenda. And we say that because, you know, a player would sign up for three days of practice and show up to one and go to a party or go to some dinner or something of <laughs> really non-importance to what they're trying to do yeah, yeah. and expect to come and play. Four nights. So the total focus is on the game and the game is just is just the show. It, it is the implementation. How you implementing something you haven't learned. So then we back to fabricating. Because you will say a child will learn from the game. No, they would not learn from the game. They would learn from the game what they did in practice yes. and what they can get better for the game. Yeah. You, you're not learning from the game if you haven't done nothing in practice. Yes. Because if I go play a game and I make a mistake, I'm not going to go back to the next game and correct that mistake. Because the game is about implementation. Practice is what helps you to develop, to play the game, and now you could reflect on the game based on what you've done in practice. So now you'll go back to the practice. So the process is, I plan, I experience, I adjust. I reflect, I plan again. You understand? I plan first, then I experience. You can't have an experience if you got no plan. So games are important. But the reason why we took this approach of being a training academy first is because we know if you train well, if you practice well, you obviously will play well. But it's all psychological. You must come and understand if your application is not right, if your mindset is not right, then your behavior will be affected. And when your behavior is affected, it determines the result. So if your behavior is negative, the result will be negative. And the game is all about the result. At the end of the day. day. And the result don't necessarily mean the score. The result also means what you wanted to accomplish based on practice. Because you can't, you might, nobody's going to win every game. Yeah. So you have to look at the game and say, okay, something we've learned today that we could go back and work on. Mm. So the game is very important and we will always have the game as top priority. But we want the mindset to be, if you don't practice well, you're not going to play and not just not going to play. You're not going to play well. Because you, you can't implement something that you don't know. You can only get it from repetition. Yes? Yeah. You had anything? You want, any, nah, you want to add nah. anything to that? That's, that's a tag. People, okay. people don't get it. They it's lockdown? It. Yeah, yeah. It's lockdown. <laughs> okay. So, I hope this... Because this seems to be something that... Yeah, that's a big one. We, you know, we hear a lot. So, I hope this clarifies... And, bring some um, some knowledge to why we approach the thing, how we approach it. So we have a next question here. Um, oh, I've invested in privates for three years and participated on three different teams. And my child is nine years old. By doing this, am I putting too much pressure on my child? Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you didn't even you didn't even know what to say to that. Yes, you, just, uh, you didn't even know what to say. Yes, if if you <laughs> if your child is nine years old and you already went to three different teams, what what what? <laughs> Six, he was one team. Seven, he was on the next team. Eight, he was on what? Is this Real Madrid, <laughs> Barcelona? Why are you on three teams? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, 
is it pressure? I don't need, I don't I don't want to yeah. say pressure because it might just be you don't know. Mm. So I, I I'm not gonna go as far to say pressure, uh, but something is wrong with that process though. Um, your son is at the introduction phase, you know. So team should. I don't think team should matter. This is my opinion. I think what should matter is the environment and having a good facilitator that can help um, this young athlete um, through laying the foundation of the game. You know, and, and we talk about in, in this process and, he, and this player, if he's so committed and he, you seem like a very committed person in terms of supporting um, this athlete, you know, at six years old, this player should have been connected to somebody who understands the, the process, mm. which is the next step. Okay. If you have a kid, if you have a player at six, you must be doing stuff with this player that is preparing him or orienting him for when he gets to seven. When he gets to seven, you should be doing stuff that a seven-year-old should be doing, but orienting him to when he gets to eight. So once the player gets to nine, the foundation would have been laid, so he should be on, on course to where he's moving in to the developmental stage, which starts at 13. Okay. So it shouldn't be at this age, six, seven, eight, and nine, you know, it's a it's more about the environment and who's facilitating this environment because there's six key concepts that I've learned um, from, you know, studying John Maxwell, the greatest leader of all times. And they say there's, there's six key things, curiosity, and kids are always curious. Yes. You can't take that away. That's, that's what brings them into this place um, of, of wanting to... This is where their creativity lies. This is where they want to try. I started playing at six, and I look at the TV, and my God rest his God rest his soul, Diego Maradona. I learned to play watching him as a child. I remember 1986. I was crying when we we lost to Germany. I think we lost to Germany, and, and it was a penalty. And then he got a red card. I was crying tears because that was my player. That's my team. And I went in the field and tried everything. Nobody had to tell me my curiosity. You know? So you need this young player to be able to use his curiosity. You, you, don't, you don't want nobody telling him, run here, run there, da -da, don't do that, da -da -da. You, you. But also, you want some structure to it. For sure. So the child don't develop this waywardness <laughs> and this lack of discipline where they have no respect for nothing and no one. So it needs a little structure, okay. but it, it it needs a skill so that you're not doing too much. Questions. You need to be asking this young player more questions, not instructing. More questions, how you feel, you know. What you thought about when you did that? What did you see? You know, you want to, you want to yeah, challenge yeah, their the curiosities mind. a bit. <clears throat> Let them use their intuition. They have to. They make a decision, so what? They decide they want to dribble everybody in the mm -hmm. field. Dribble everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. you, pass, pass, pass. Yeah, well, you know, that's Why you want yeah. to be on a team yeah. where a coach <laughs> stands on the side telling a six, seven-year-old about pass, pass, pass? <laughs> The child will do this, the, the intuition. Yeah, they have six. no they're ability six, yeah. to process what is happening to make good decisions. They're just playing what they see mm -hmm. and what they feel. They're so dribble. if they feel they should dribble, yeah, they're dribble. Gonna, they're gonna dribble the rest of you, make sure you stay away <laughs> and run. <laughs> but again, the intuition, they must be allowed to use it and let them learn from actions. Let them learn from their own actions. And, and this is where you could ask, you know, yeah. what happened when you did that? What do you think you could do different? They might come up with the craziest answer. Okay, try it. Yeah. <laughs> try it and see. They're going to learn. It's like, think about it. You get a baby and, and you keep telling them, don't put your hand by that thing. It will burn. 
for some reason, that baby want to put their hand. Cause yeah, it's like, dude, why are you telling me? Yeah. The curiosity is the more you try to stop them from doing something, the more they fight to do it. It's just this. This is just how it works. All right, go. The first burn they get, they will remember. I'm not putting my hands there. They will try something else, you know. So I will, I will say it to you. Uh, I will say it to you. Be. Be careful with trying to make your son into a superstar by uh, when they're six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 11, twelve. You know, thirteen. You know, it's the process, the development process. Um, you're now in that process of development. Everything else is making sure you lay a good foundation making sure that, you know, everything has been tested and tried mm-hmm. and, and now you guiding them through the process of development. You know, probably you would have dealt with younger players. Yeah, you sure. come across this too? Yeah, I, that's, that's what I come across all the time. That's what I come across all the time. Everybody wanted, because I, I feel like a, a big, a lot of the reasons why I feel like these things are going on is with social media. I feel like it's, it hinders a lot of these parents' decisions because everybody wanted to put their child out there. Everybody wanted to be like, okay, my child can do this, my child can do that. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of just, okay, we want to do everything. We want to get him many training sessions. We want to do this, we want to do that. And like you said, kid is still a, it's a baby. It's pretty much a, it's a baby, six, seven years old. That curiosity is very much there. Yeah. And you could, you could take that away too. Like if you, true, if you put too much structure to that, um, you limit the potential because it's still a baby. You limit the potential if you put a cork on it. You understand? Yeah. And and you start trying to to structure it a certain way. This I said need a balance, no, exactly. and it takes a certain skill. <laughs> Not every. Uh, I remember some. I heard it somewhere. You give good players a bad coach. You destroy that player, and you see too much of that in youth soccer, because sometimes it's it's just about um, the coach want a name. You have a little talented player, you show him up all over the place because you you want a name, or you want a name of a six and seven year old. There's so much more they have to experience. There's so much more they need to see. Why are you trying to take credit for six, seven, eight year old player, like? What he will see when he's 13, he has never seen when he was seven. Sure. So this sometimes um, is the issue because uh, we'll talk about that a little deeper too. But it's connected to what we'll talk about just now. Because we got a question in here that we need to address (laughs) with that. But it's too much of that and not too much of the welfare and the growth of, of, of the young player. So I hope we... We answer that question for you. You need to be in the environment that we spoke about just now. Those six key concepts. And you could replay, you could replay this podcast as much as you can. can So that you can hear it, so you can go and you could better understand what is happening within that environment. Okay. So question again. What are the biggest problems in New Jersey soccer? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Boy, that's a long one. That's, that's too much. Nah. We have so much nah. based on our experiences. But that might need an entire podcast. Let's see if we can list a few, though, just, just to make sure we're answering the question. The first one is lack of soccer education. I... For me, I just be honest, like I go around too many places and that's the only thing I could say is lack of soccer education or people just don't care. That's that could be it. Lack of soccer education. Um, <laughs> lack of lack of meritocracy in leadership. There's too many people in positions that they haven't earned the position. They're, they're in the position because of relationships. Um, it's it's systematic. It's it's how it is. Um, that's a problem, because if you don't have the right people in the position, yeah, then you know you're doing all the wrong things. 
because leadership uh, is the basis of the attitude that you see. So if you have everything wrong in a position to lead, how you expect things to be right? So, right. you know, that's a big problem uh, within, within soccer. Um, it's too much friends more than honesty. Friends or family. Yeah, it's, too much, family. Yeah, it's more, about, more <laughs> about who's my friend more than who can do the job. Exactly. And even if you want to hire a friend, make sure he, he the does job the done. job. Yeah, or make sure he gets the job done. You put it even better. So lack of soccer education, lack of, uh, lack of meritocracy and leadership position, mm-hmm. systematic operation. It's just like this is a system. And we keep with the system. We don't want to change. Somebody in a program for 25 years, and, and you really can't see the fruits of what they've been doing, but yet they're there because they've been here forever. Like, they need changes, right? Yeah, that sounds great. Don't you think that stuff would have changed over 20 years? Yeah. The question is, did you change over 20 years? And are you moving with what is happening now? Or are you stuck in what you believe works, you know? So, you know, it, it's it's systematic uh, how things run and it, it continue to run the same. And and again, change is constant, but change is also uncomfortable. Okay, that's and, and, and people don't like to be uncomfortable. So they stay within their comfort zone and they stay with what worked for them. And, and, and one more I have, you, you're probably going to have about two or three more, maybe okay. ten more, hopefully. <laughs> um, it, it has become business first and soccer tent. Okay. See, business first, soccer tent. So there's a whole lot of things <laughs> in, in between here before we get to the soccer. So uh, that is some of the problems we, that we are seeing um, in, in soccer in New Jersey. You know, you go to too many games... And it's more yelling and screaming and, and less playing. There's too much attention on cursing the referee and kicking the ball away to waste time rather than learning the principles of the game and, and helping me to stay and watch a whole game and being excited about watching it. But but you rather you rather kick the player from behind when the referee not looking. You rather elbow the player in his back and everybody like, yeah, great tackle. When the players turn away from goal and he's at the other goal, and you, you know, you rather go push him over and push him off the field and then run back and say good and people saying good tackle. So it, it, it it's just ah. Uh, it's just it's just bad all the way around. Um, it's a, it's a lot of ignorance. Um, I hate to see it where the game is not even a good game, but there's more attention on the referees and what they're blowing, and you're not even playing. You're not even playing well, and then the referees uh, have. You know, referees are referee, out of yeah, shape. Yeah, They're not running nowhere. Why worry about them? Dude, They're standing in the middle of the field and trying to blow offside. You know, referees. <laughs> I'm telling you, we've seen that. We, we literally see referees actually watching the game <laughs> instead of referees. He's watching the game with us. I'm like, dude. We, we see lines, man, in line with the midfielder, and then you realize, oh, shoot. I, I, I have to be in line with the, with the back line. Like, no, they weren't outside. I saw it. I saw it. No, you weren't seeing nothing. You got you got referee turning up with dark shades. <laughs> referee the game. Dude, I keep referee dark shades you, and a hat. You can you tell. Know, what when, do you when, see? When we see them already, we be looking at each other like, yo, this is going to be bad. Like, look at yeah. the rest we found the game. Yeah, but so why worry about <laughs> the game? Like, the referees are there to do the best they can. But you know what their best is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. why worry about them? You know, sure. you, you know sure. real referees. <laughs> you know. No, it's not. You know, and then you know, okay. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. You're here for whatever reason. I will support you, sir. Yeah. Just just do, you do your best you can. Let's focus on playing. It's, like I said, you can probably get a couple more. <laughs> what about what about when the parents, again, this is, this is, I think, all around, not even New Jersey. The parents want to tell you how to do your job. Because they come in there wow. with this. Think about it. Yeah. They come in there with this 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 notion or thought that they come in here because they know you have certain type of qualification. But yeah. then they tell you they think their son needs to know how to dribble more, how to shoot more. You're looking like, yeah, that is just pride. 
You think so? Yeah, parents just got parents just got pride. <laughs> they don't even know what to do with it. They just got pride and ego, and <laughs> the feelings get hurt. So they have to do something. They have okay. to say something. So they feel good about themselves. Um, they don't again. If somebody, yeah, they just say stuff so they could feel good about themselves and go and say, "I told him, I told him off." You know, you told what? What? You just waste your time speaking. You still paying money for nothing. Yeah, you, you should know that before you came in. What the expectations are. So you said nothing because you were supposed to say that when you were coming in, but so. For me, it's it's a problem because, you know, you don't be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but you come Sunday and you suddenly know what I the like game's that. supposed to I look like. I like that. I like that. That's a so, way to put it <laughs> stuff, like, stuff like that, I don't even listen to because it's it's like, you know, it's like somebody telling you um, you're never going to be nothing, but they really don't know your efforts. You could give ears to that, or you could know this person don't have a clue. Or somebody could keep calling you, Lalal, Lalal. You could answer to that. <laughs> but, but until they uh, say a what, yeah. I'm like, who are you talking you to? <laughs> so is what you answer to is a representation of what you respect. Right. So true. if I hear stupidness, <laughs> I don't respond to it. <laughs> okay. Because that's not my name. <laughs> Maybe that's your name. <laughs> so you need to connect with these stupid people. Because over here, it's some intelligence. Yeah, so right. if you want me to respond to you, speak with intelligence. And speak with some respect. If you don't speak with no respect, you're not talking to me. So I don't listen. I don't even look at you. Because for me, you're talking to spirit. Or you see something on the field. I don't, I don't see. see. You need to be checked. <laughs> You need to get checked. Something wrong with you psychologically. <laughs> so, see, I, it's ego, it's pride, it's it's so much things. And you, and also, you know, the, you you come across the great parents. You know, they want to see the the player do well. Yeah. But they they, they have this sense of what is reality. Yeah. And they accept it. That's good. But there's so few. <laughs> there's so few. There's so in the minority. You have to have a microscope to see them. You can't see them no other way. It's a microscope. And you have to look very hard. So if you get one eye, God bless you. You might never see them. <laughs> because it's so hard to find is, the ones like that. It is. So that's, yeah, that's some of the problems. Some of the biggest problems that exist in New Jersey soccer. Maybe some, some other places will say the same. But that's one. We're winding down with these questions. And we will give you a, give you a few minutes to 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 digest what we just said, um, and we'll be right back. Remember, it's greatness within. Come to KMSA, where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Wall Met. We're winding down with our questions tonight. Hopefully, after this podcast, we will get lots more questions, and we could spend um, a lot of our podcast just, you know, helping um, those who need the help. Okay, um, so we have this question. We have gone to MLS clubs. Um, I truly feel like my son is still struggling with his development. What would you guys recommend? Hmm. These questions are awesome. <laughs> we need to be sitting down and have one-on-one with, with these people, which is good. Um, I would say this. Clubs don't develop players. Okay. You know, people run, you know, a lot of people run behind clubs um, and, and, and the fallacy of it where it's, you know, where we play and, 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 you know, how much fears we have and we establish and the establishment is based on numbers now. It's not based on nothing mm-hmm. else. It's based on numbers and how long you've been in existence. Um, you could be you could be an a, a addict for long. It don't mean nothing. You need to get better. 
and until you get better, you will probably die as an addict. Uh, so, you know, these are some of the things we hear, and that's why I'm saying that clubs don't develop players. The coaching process does. And, and, and so what I would say to you is make sure that you are part of the coaching process. Okay. And that must be where it starts, where you understand what the process um, uh, what the process is, and then you are better equipped to observe and, and make better decisions about your player's career. You know, understand that fact. It's about the process. So you want them to go ask like questions. You gotta ask questions to the to the club, right? Yeah, yeah. and if they choose not to answer, then you know. <laughs> you know that maybe that's not a place. And also you could look and see, okay, you're so established. What have you done? In the past five years, how many players have you put through your national teams? Or how many players are going into your professional teams? You know, we talk about one and two. No. We are over 5,000 kids. Why one and two matter? One and two matters because, yeah. But when you look at it, they were super talented. You know, Development is also about potential. That means something inside that you, the established program, should be able to bring out. Yes. So it's, it's very important that we understand the coaching process because that is the only thing that develops the athlete. The alliance is between the player and the coaching process. Not necessarily who call themselves a coach. You're just a person. It's the process that develops the athlete. And, and this is why you would have had this terrible experience. Because you're chasing clubs. Clubs, clubs don't develop players. They, it's, it's, it's just a big show on the outside. But nothing is happening on the inside. Operational-wise... Is just a show. Because we go back. There's no meritocracy within the inside. There's a whole lot of people who have positions that are not leaders. They are positional leaders, uh, as John Maxwell said. Positional leaders. They're not gifted to do what they're doing. They're just there because they were given the position and then they want to boss people around. That hurts everybody. That hurts the whole system. Yeah, it hurts the whole system because no growth will happen. Yeah. You came, you the whole process is about building me in what I'm good at. Yeah. If you're a boss, you tell me do it like you do it. But the flip side of it is if you're unique and I am unique, it means I have something that you don't have. Yeah. So if you want to tell me how to do it. Like you do it, are you not limiting what I have? Yeah. So how, so if I now must not go and lead young people based on you, <laughs> then I'm leading yeah. everybody to become you. Are you God? Are you the master of all things? But you can't say that because now you subordinate. Oh, we can't work with you because you want to do your own thing. Am I not my own person? Now, what you should be doing is sitting down and saying, let me learn what you do well. And if I know what you do well, let me help to build you in what you do well. That might help me to build what I'm not good at, which might be to listen and stop talking because you hold some position of, lead, some position of leadership. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Position of leadership. You're not a leader. So this is what's wrong with a lot of these, you know, MLS and, and these big clubs. It's a whole lot of people who 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 sit on top of the throne sure. and yeah. come and fold their hands at the field with coffee and say, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. They don't even ask a question. And this is why what you've seen with your player is what is coming from the top. It's not necessarily what is in front of you. It might be easy to blame the person who's coaching your team. Scene, that's what I was about to say. But you have to understand it's coming from up top too. 
So don't blame the coach, the, the little coach in front of you who <laughs> trying to to do the thing. Well, you could blame him or you could blame her because if they don't represent that, why are they there? Yeah. The only thing they're there for is money. Because if they don't represent it, they should either do it what they, how they think it's right or they should be leaving. And the more coaches start leaving because these people on top just want to be bosses, then soccer might be better. Because let's see if they could coach all the teams. Since they want everybody mm-hmm. to look like them, mm-hmm. let them coach every single team. Right, let's see what happens. They can't. They, can't. <laughs> they, they just can't, right? It's not going to work. So that is what is wrong. And so you need to go back um, to the drawing board and, and, and really find, I, I don't know, it's tough to find honest coaches, to find honest people in the game. Because I just said, business first, soccer tent. We ain't talk about all the things between <laughs> business first, soccer tent. So um, it's a tough ask, but pray and ask and ask God to lead you to people that not just have soccer as the num uh, as the most important, but this person's life. Yeah. And if you if you find people like that, stay true to that. And with honesty, hard work, and dedication, if it's God's will for your athlete to shine on the world stage with the giftings that he has given to them, nobody could stop it. Yeah. No, there's no gatekeeper that could close no gate. When God gives you a gift to do something, you say your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. That means nobody can stop you. They could close the gate here. They could close the gate mm-hmm. there. But something will happen. They ain't going to close no more gate. <laughs> they ain't going to close no more gate. They ain't going to know what to do when they see a gate. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So you don't need to worry. You don't need to be anxious and scared. You know, do have the honesty in what you're doing. And you will see great success. We we can testify and we are a true example of trying to do it right. And there's some tough days. There's some days when it feels like it's going all downhill. But that is the challenge yeah. to when you're trying to do something right. There must be there must be negative. There must be an evil force. There must be a challenge to question your authenticity. In terms of what you're saying with your mouth, will it be in your action when things not going your way? So get back to that. And if you want a bit more information on what that should look like, definitely reach out. Reach out to us. We wind it down. Because when we get on these podcasts, it goes like... <laughs> Talk all day. Yeah, we could be here <laughs> all day. I know why. Because we deal with so much <laughs> madness. You know, uh, our our bellies are full with, so. with ignorance <laughs> and, and madness. And so much, oh, so much stuff. Like, God help us. Yeah. So we're about to deliver. We're on the delivery table. And we're about to pop it out. So let's go. So, all right. So, last question. We hear we hear every program speaks about development and elite. What is development? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay. Damn, that is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because every program now is development and elite. <laughs> elite training. This is where development development happens. We are a development first. Come for elite training. We only focus on elite players. Yes, you're right. What is that? What does that look like? What does that look like? So let's start with what development is, first and foremost. It's a process. It means you're not finished yet. So if somebody says they only want good players, then are they a developmental program? 
Because the pro so to say a developmental program, you have to want the players that not good. good. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> yeah. want yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants because that. if you're good, you're supposed to be Somewhere in a professional team. Yeah. So it's a process. It's ongoing. Um, it never stops until you stop playing. Um, because if you believe that you're there, then good luck. So it's a process. It must be based on ages and stages. Um, this links to the cognitive, the physical, and the social aspect of the athlete. Now, if you want to even go deeper, when you talk about development of the player, it must be linked to how you want to play. What is your game model? What is your style of play? That's deep. And then you talk about What's the key performance indicator that connects this player to your developmental model or your elite model? What does that look like? Then what are the key qualities this player needs to possess? And is he or she given the time to get to that level? That's a big one. You understand? So... When you talk about development, you must be able to sit down with the parents and show them these things and say, this is who we are and this is what we expect this athlete to be over this period of time, long-term, short-term. This is where we expect them to be here, this is where we expect them to be here, and this is where we expect them to be when they get to here. And then you talk about player profile. Because now people just bring in players into their program, got no respect, but they get core values that's supposed to be respect, discipline, dedication, all these fancy words. But when you go and you watch a game, they're cursing the referee, they're cursing the own player, they're cursing the, the coach, they want the to coach. fight. So if this is your core value, why is this player in your program for three, four years? So you you ask you ask a great question. And then, how are you measuring this? Okay. So all of these teams would like to talk about, let's do evaluation at the end of the year and write something nice that makes them come back. Oh, don't be too harsh. And if you be too harsh, they will say, this is not a good program. This coach is mean. This program is not nice. So... How are you gonna how you you have an evaluation, but you don't talk about all the things that need to happen <laughs> before the evaluation? So it's a really good question, and I hope it was answered to your answered to your satisfaction. But if you're not equipped and you don't understand what that looks like, then yes. You will hear it a lot more times. <laughs> and you will, it will be like an auction. Which one sound good? Which one sound good? Yeah. Which one sound good? And which one look good? Which one has, like, people are making decisions based on how the uniform is. And then how many kids they have. And how many fields they have. Is it convenient enough? You see all the things they talk about, yeah. but then they worry about what development is. <laughs> Did you worry about what that is before? <laughs> no. No, you, your whole decision was based on everything else. except your child's development. But here goes all the bad experiences, and then you blame everybody else. And yes, the blame should be... Uh, should be put on the, on the people who are claiming to be uh, the soccer developers. But if, they, but if you don't pay attention, you can't keep blaming somebody for things that they're doing to you. You know, you have to look in yourself and, and, and ask yourself some serious questions. Right. Are you doing everything that you can to understand what you need to do? Because you're the one investing your resources in this process. I don't know. Closing thoughts? Sure, it's too much. There's a lot of good questions, right? <laughs> There's a lot of good questions. I like 
I like the one. What's wrong with what's wrong with the youth soccer in New Jersey? <laughs> I feel that's in the United States, man. Because they say we talk to a lot of people from different states too. Does it sound like the same thing though that they get? Like we said, it's it's so it, all the way around. You will <laughs> you will you will get this. It's it's not for the true football lovers. Mm-hmm. They will tell you more times than not. It's not soccer first. The game is not the main product. It's just the reality of things. It's just not the main product. It's not the number one thing. It, it's 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 about the business. It's about getting the money. And and that happens sometimes when people own clubs or running programs that are not soccer lovers. Okay. So you can't be mad with them. You know, if people stop working for them, then they might have a problem. Yeah. But again, they hire you to encourage. They encourage you. You are there to encourage them and, and educate them too. And have the ability to walk away sometimes. Because you, if you are truly passionate and this is your purpose, not your job, you know, not your career. If it's your career, Okay, we, we're not talking to you. We're not talking to you, sir. We're not talking to you, ma'am. We're talking to the people who believe that they were placed on this earth to develop young people through this sport. If you sit and you're part of that, then you're not part of your purpose and you're going to feel miserable. It's better to walk away. Yeah. It's better to walk away from mm-hmm. that and leave the people who hold it as a career to stay in there and mash it up event, event, eventually they will destroy it because you cannot build something on a weak foundation. And that's why I call people who are in soccer as a career. You are part of the problem and it, it will come crashing down on your head sooner or later because the football is on the field. The soccer is on the field. I don't care what you do of the field. It's on the field. At the end of the day, all the things you're doing outside must influence what you do on the green when I come on Sunday. So if what you're doing on the inside is not connected on what needs to get done on the outside, what's going to happen after a while? So what do you worry about? What we worry about? Y'all close all the gates. Close the gates. Shut us down. Don't give us no opportunities. Say we hard to work with. We don't know nothing. Say all that. Say all of that. I stand with confidence right here that honesty must prevail. Truth must stand. And if truth don't stand, then God is not who he, God is not who He say he is. And I say it publicly because I'm a believer. I'm a believer. It don't matter. I'm not perfect. I don't I, I don't want to be perfect. I want to always strive to perfection because I want to learn something about me that I haven't learned before. But I'm telling you, don't worry. Don't worry, my friend. <laughs> yeah. we, we're in a good place. We're in a good place. And the more challenges that we face... We should be more excited. Don't worry. The time will come. Remember this here, right? Remember this. Remember this is the same. I leave you with this. Remember, the last shall become the first. And the first shall become the last. That is a true statement. So sometimes when you are the, when you are the back, you might lose hope. You might lose confidence. You might find yourself depressed. All these things. What you need to do is check your heart. If your heart is in a pure place, trust me, you will be first. You will be first. So, we hope we answered all your questions. Um, We tried our best um, to be as real (laughs) as possible. You know, because that's who we are. And we hope that you will, you know, will ask more questions. You know, and, and we can answer them within 
our own topic of in our podcast. Uh, it, not, it might not be a question and answer podcast, but we could still yeah. answer those questions within our podcast because our job here is to help you. This is the whole process of this podcast: is to help, is to is to guide, is to kind of raise your awareness and your consciousness in in the in the sport of soccer. Remember, we talk all things soccer on, on this podcast. You could always reach out to God willing, fourteen twenty three, and get to Coach Wall, Ahmed, or at Coach Kayo. You know, and and ask questions. You know, share your feedback. You, you can disagree with us because that will start conversation anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can disagree, and and let's have healthy healthy dialogue. And we can learn from each other. Because definitely, we can't be right. If we write about everything, we're stupid. We're stupid. I'm telling you. If we write about everything, we're stupid. We can't be right about everything. So we need some people around that will help us to, to grow. And if we're wrong about everything, then you just don't like us. <laughs> Simple as that. So, so what are we worrying about? It's a win-win situation. So have a good have a good evening and we help we hope that you stay safe and may you be protected, may you be guided, and may you be be provided for uh, during this very trying um, time. So on behalf of me and my co-host, we want to say good night, stay blessed, and see you for number fifty-one. Let's go. Be blessed. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle.